How's it going, y'all? Welcome back to the Simple But Extraordinary Podcast with your host, JT Payne. And today, like always, we got some exciting things in store for you today on the show with a, especially a special guest. Uh, his name is Keon Barwani. Um, I have practiced that many, many times to get that down, but, you know, is the man himself. So how's it going, Keon? It's going great, JT. You said it perfectly. So, hey, props to you, man. I got a lot of, you know, being brown, it's, it's hard to say my name. So it's it's fair, but you got exactly, JT. I will say, Keon, I know we've known each other almost for five years now. And I will say yeah. probably that first year, it was kind of tough. I will say. <laughs> but, you know, um, yeah. So, y'all, we got Keon on the show today. He's a pretty cool cat, I'll say. He um, He's done some great things. Uh, in this world so far um, and he's very young but he's still still doing the thing so Keon would you like to give yourself a little introduction on the show for sure Pre- appreciate the the mini intro but yeah, my name is Keon Barwani I am from Los Angeles California went to school uh, to Texas A&M University got my degree in sports management and a minor in business um, I met JT <clears throat> way way back in uh, good old A&M Corpus Christi go Durs baby um <laughs> We were intramural referees for flag football, if I'm not mistaken, right? That is correct. That is yeah. correct. <laughs> and that's where we met. But um, I, I went, actually, we met at, uh, we didn't know we were, we were going to A&M. And then I, I, we recognized each other in class for Texas A&M Conversation, sports management, and, uh, you know, the rest is history. But all about myself, I'm currently working with the Los Angeles Clippers social media team, uh, pretty much, you know, day-to-day operations of social media, Capturing content, editing, doing what I de- gotta do to post on all platforms. Um, but yeah, that's my current position, and yeah. I I mean, this guy, did y'all hear that? He's working for the Clippers, the <laughs> Clippers. Okay, um, we'll say Keon is probably one of the biggest Lakers fans. So, <laughs> uh, but you know, he's working for the Clippers. Uh, but he's getting an opportunity to work in the NBA, which is pretty awesome. Would you say? Oh, very much so. I, I love it. Yeah, I do get clowned on the, hey, how, how's the Laker fan working for the Clippers? You know, I love the Clipper organization. You know, I am still a Laker fan right now. They're, they're disappointing and see him, see him got blown out four times live uh, via the Clippers-Lakers games. Uh, wasn't great, but, you know, at the end of the day, <laughs> L.A., um, I'm there loving life, living life and working the NBA. It's a dream. That's awesome. That's awesome. And uh, I don't know if the viewers know, but my team is the Spurs. So uh, Keon actually sent this thing, I believe it was last night, that is the first year since the merger of the NBA Mm -hmm. that the Spurs nor the Lakers are in the playoffs. Crazy. crazy. 50 years, 50 plus years. Dang. Yeah. So it's it's been a crazy one, been a crazy one. But enough about the NBA. Let's uh, let's get into here Keon Barwani. And today on the show, uh, if y'all been listening, I'm going to try something new here. Uh, with Keon because you know Keon's all about trying new things here so what I'm gonna do here Keon for you mm-hmm. is I'm gonna say some things um, and I want you to give your initial reaction to it and then talk a little bit about how that's impacted into the person you are today okay sounds good okay so the first thing um, you've hinted at before um, is Texas A&M Corpus Christi yeah, that was my starting ground. Um, you know, that's when I first got into, you know, Texas. Um, and just, I loved it. Um, obviously, 
causations my 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 more my home but corpus was my starting ground so i learned stuff and it just my roots the beginning of my roots if i can say that mm-hmm. yep that was you know like keon said before that's where key and i met when uh we were doing some good old refereeing for emerald football out there um so that was definitely definitely a time <laughs> so all right so next thing i'm gonna say here um 12th man productions oh that's that's my first major job in sports um you know beyond blessed for the opportunity is crazy um uh, going back into the like, just re- recollection um i remember like you know there's 300 people plus applying and i you know applied didn't get the second round interview and i emailed back i said hey thanks for the opportunity got the email back saying hey we want to have you back we put your uh resume in the wrong uh pile come on down and the rest is history. Um, guys, you know, that's when I fell in love with sports media production and all that. Um, I, I guess if one word is, you know, blessed. I think that was just an amazing opportunity for myself. And, you know, I, I, I missed the crew. I missed everybody there. And uh, yeah, that was just a great opportunity for, for, for me to do that starting out. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So next thing, uh, the world or not the world, but the word is, uh, childhood childhood oh um yeah i mean growing up you know love sports uh grew up watching uh the late great kobe bryant that's who i fell in love with just you know watching basketball fell in love with the lakers just because of him you know growing up i could never i guess play sports like i i you know um long story short i had a, a brain situation so i couldn't physically play as much but i was watching it and you know watching basketball uh, I did play tennis, but, uh, you know, uh, just my child growing up watching basketball, watching hoops. And, you know, it's, it's weird that I uh, was watching it from, you know, even even like in the games, I was like 300 level because I can never afford um, bottom seats, floor seats. And I'm on the floor and it's <laughs> surreal, unreal. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're definitely up close and personal with the players now uh, being there on the floor and doing all the social media that's pretty cool stuff i will say <laughs> yeah all right so next word uh or actually two words uh this next one is college station college station yeah that's my uh college home um you know i that's where i saw like the experience football college football and you know growing up in los angeles we're not a football city uh you know the ram just won super bowl but growing up you know wasn't an nfl fan ucla usc was kind of the rivalry but Coming down College Station, oh my God, the 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 atmosphere, the game day of just football is just crazy. You know, my first A and M football game uh, before I was working, you know, and being involved behind the scenes, I was just like, whoa, what is this? And you know, College Station is was was like, all right, this is the hub for sports, for college sports, and got into that. You know, worked football, ba- basketball, baseball, track and field, and so many other different sports um, in College Station, and it was the hub of everything. And that was just my first start of the college athletic life and I loved it. I, I was, uh, enjoyed every part of it and yeah. Okay. Nice. Nice. I like it. I like it. And I do kind of miss it. I, d- I didn't get the whole, uh, you know, ring day graduation part, you know, cause of COVID, but I, I, I'll admit, I miss a little bit of it. Not, not the school part, but the food, the, you know, middle of maybe a Northgate, I'll admit, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I mean, it's definitely a fun town. Um, Definitely, you know, you're always welcome back here, Keon. If you ever need a place to stay, you know where to go. Um, so, next thing you're kind of hitting at here uh, on here on the list is uh, COVID. 
Yeah, um, that sucked. <laughs> it sucked for everybody for sure. But just during my time, like I, I remember this it was in March. Um, I was working a, a women's softball game, and that was the last game. I worked for Twenty Nine Productions and in, in college athletics, and I was like, you know, my boss was like, "Hey, hopefully we'll be back in like a few weeks." Everyone said a few weeks, and I remember I was walking back, um, because uh, my apartment wasn't too far from the um the Kyle Field. And got a notification of uh, the NBA got canceled because of Rudy Gobert. And I was like, oh, shoot. Like that, that, I was like, oh, this is not good. And that was the day everything shut down and life was bad. And, you know, getting graduating out of college, like that, I couldn't get anything. And wasn't the best. Uh, I'm glad things are more calm now. But that COVID time area was bad for not just in sports, but everything. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. That, I mean, I think a lot of people or especially in the sports world, are going to remember that whenever they heard that NBA shut down because of Rudy Gobert. I think a lot of people will remember where they were when that happened. Um, I definitely, definitely a crazy situation, for sure, for sure on that. Um, sticking with the sports, though, sports theme here, Kobe's last game. Oh, yeah, that anniversary just came up yesterday. Um, you know, I was, wasn't was at the game. Unfortunately, couldn't afford the tickets, but I was at the – they had, like, a pre, pre-game stuff. I went to downtown L.A. My dad took me there, experienced everything. It was a wonderful thing. I signed a little um, – they had, like, a giant board. You can sign it, and I, like, wrote it down. I said, we have the same initials, wrote KB, um, have it tattooed on my leg um, initial-wise. But, yeah, I was special, 60 points. I, I, I did tear up. Uh, when you scored the bucket, I was like, that's, that's my guy. You know, I'll never be able to watch him um, again live, um, unfortunately. But that was special. That was, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't like, you know, you you can't predict that. Like, no one said, oh, Kobe's going to drop 60's last game. You know, Shaq made fun of him. Hey, he's going to drop 50. Like, you know, they, everyone just gave Kobe the ball and he shot it. And, um, you know, I wish I wish I was in the, the arena that night. But, you know, experience of watching with my dad, like, my dad grew up watching Kobe. It was a, a full circle moment, and yeah, it was uh, you know surprising. And also that that date was when I committed to Texas A&M Corpus Christi, and um, you know that was another special day for me um, regarding that. But yeah, April 13, twenty sixteen. Wow. Okay. I mean, you know the exact date. You know <laughs> what exactly was happening that day. So that was that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, last thing I got right here, right now is. Um, basically the present like right now what's what's been impactful right now yeah it's 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 been the clippers been work i mean it's just that's been running my life um you know love it it's the grind everyone's like you know um how how is working you know with an, an organization that you know you never grew up a fan with and you know i, I never i never said i dislike the clippers i just i'm a laker fan you know <laughs> too, but the clippers turn it around and i love the organization i love the players and you know that's my work's my life at the moment. And, you know, working sports, you know how much if you put the effort and drive. And I remember, you know, even in college, I was working 40 or 50 hours a week plus, you know, plus school. So I, I put my life into that working weekends and couldn't go, you know, enjoy the the the, the nights of Northgate or whatever. I'm like, all right, that's I knew it since then. And, you know, now doing the adult life, like, yeah, I have to give it my weekends. You know, we're playing tomorrow, Friday, as of this recording uh, versus the Pelicans. Uh, hopefully we'll win. But, you know, got to make some sacrifices. But. I love it. I love what I do. Um, I'm blessed to be in this position, and yeah, it's crazy. I love it. Would you ever think, Keon, that uh, okay? So we're we're done with the little session with the first like little words, talks, okay. but um, 
Did you ever think that you would be th- uh, working for the NBA this young? In no, definitely. Now, especially the Clippers. Like, that's probably the one shock to me. I'm like, you're working <laughs> the Clippers, huh? Um, no, not, not this young. Like, it's crazy. Like, again, working in the NBA, like, regardless, even like G League, whatever, like, it's, it's still beyond because everyone wants to be here, especially Los Angeles. But yeah, I'm 23. You know, I graduated college about, about be two years in December. Like, I, no, I, I I can't believe it. Still to this day, like you know, tur- it's gonna it's it, it's hit me like time and times. Like, hey, you're in the NBA. Like, I see you know, Paul Drew, I haven't said hi to them as much, but like you know, <laughs> I'm there, and it's it's surreal. And you know, many people wish you're you know in the position I was, and I'm I'm doing the best I can, you know, and you know, having that, um, you know, trying to give back to others. And I remember being on LinkedIn messaging professionals and. You know, you know the vibe, JT. Like they don't respond, or they sometimes respond, and mm-hmm. I know those nights. And I was just like, oh, like I need to get something rolling. But yeah, I mean, no, I never would have thought that this young, especially uh, in in the NBA, especially the Clippers. Okay, nice. I mean, like honestly, Keon, uh, from just looking from afar, uh, taking like looking from the back seat, you definitely have grinded uh, just to be able to be. Uh, working in the NBA. I mean, um, I don't think you did your justice for the type of thing you were just saying <laughs> of how much you put into it just to get there. Um, but I, I think it's so cool that you're working and you're on the floor with the players doing the run, the social media, like what I'm seeing on the Clippers Instagram doing that, like that's you. I mean, that's, that's, you making making that happen so I think yeah that's... part of me we we have a squad but yes um you know we uh, shout out to my other co-workers as well um but no yeah it's it's crazy like again i i didn't thought i would be here like again when i even first started out with the clippers i was on their marketing team and i was like game night marketing it wasn't even the like, major position and um you know one some someone on the social team his name is kurt um he's actually with the rams i won a super bowl shout out to kurt um, he's like, Hey, Keon, like I saw you work with the, uh, on the marketing team, would you be interested in working in social media? I said, for sure. He, you know, called me, had a phone interview. He said, Hey, let's, let's talk to the, uh, C, uh, COO, which is his boss. His name is Chris, um, spoke to him and got it. Like, again, it's been, you know, just the right time, right position, same with trying production and just, I'm there, you know, and it's, uh, you know, blessed again, beyond blessed. And, you know, thank God, thank, you know, just this, this opportunity. Cause it's not it's it's not easy it's not and you know um it kind of just as it came into my lab i was that grinded for it but you know i, I kind of got the little boost and yeah here i am so going off that right like everything was just happening super fast right would you say that whenever like you got the ball rolling doing that did the things feel like you were you could soak it in like yes i just got a job with nba or were you just like okay tomorrow we're starting work we're doing that like, I, I celebrate a little bit. I admit that. Um, but yeah, no, I it, like, again, I, it, it just like, Hey, marketing, I was there for like a, not even like half a week. And there, and then I got moved to social. I was like, all right, the NBA season's about to start in a week or like four or five days. I'm like, all right, here we go. So I, <laughs> I, you know, I got thrown into the fire and obviously we had, um, he left for the Rams. So like, I kind of like, you know, took some, his, some of his duties and my, the boss, uh, she was also there for a little bit. She just left for the, her name is Tamsin. Shout out to her as well. Cause she did interview me. Uh, she she moved on to Florida Gators, so like it's it was just kind of like a, hey here you go here's you know and obviously my my other coworkers shout out to Zach and Catherine and uh, Andy um, if they ever listen to this hopefully they do but you know we all just got thrown into this we're like all right here we go um, 
and we did a great job and you know we have a great you know support staff of our you know other people and it's just yeah i just <laughs> it wasn't just a slow ease it was just like hey here you go um go swim and i'm like all right here we go mm-hmm. nice nice i i like it i mean uh on the job training is what i'm hearing uh you just you know you're you're swimming you're doing your thing uh which is awesome um and going off that right like uh you worked with 12 man productions did some thing other things in between 12 man productions and working for the clippers as well mm-hmm. um what would you say like helped you find your niche that you wanted to get into like what like what point were you like okay this is what i want to do in sports yeah, and again, film and production where I started off. Like again, I very first started off as a camera operator for baseball, and I was like, all right, I like doing it. Don't get me wrong, but like standing up in the cold and Texas, Texas weather again as a California bro, this is mm, heck no. <laughs> Never, <laughs> I I don't miss those days, but um, you know, I was like, I want to do more. I'm, I like being creative, and that's what my mindset was. And, you know, some of my bosses was like, hey, they're like, you know, like you're starting out, but you know, you'll get there. And I kept doing it. I remember there was a day. I was working three three different games. It was a tennis game, a baseball game, and a basketball game. I did all those three. It was tennis in the morning, basketball afternoon, baseball at night. Did all three. Beyond gassed out, but it's what I wanted to do. And I was like, all right, this is a keep pushing myself. And, you know, the hard work and that, you know, just that drive that I had it started out at A&M, you know, even dealing with school and all that. And I remember, like, you know, I, I came down to Los Angeles. There was a uh, – it's called the L.A. Sports Entertainment Commission. That's where I got my first taste of just, like, being L.A. sports. Um, it was a little like a event they had um, literally right before COVID, like two weeks before. Um, I took a, you know, told my professors, hey, I'm going to L.A. for a little bit. They're like, hey, go for it. And, you know, I did that. So I just it's I just had that drive and A&M kind of unlocked that for me. It's like, hey, uh, you know, I was originally funny enough. I was a computer science major and I just didn't like it. I was like too, too much math. I, you know, I. <laughs> yeah. I like to stand out as you, you know, you, you knew me, like I wore my Laker gear, my Dodger gear, everyone else is a Spurs, Mavs, you know, Rangers, whatever, <laughs> Astros, um, you know, boo them, but I like to stand out. Man. I was like, I can't do that in computer science sports. There's not many Brown people uh, shout out to my boy, Shams, Charnia leading the way. Um, he's the goat, but you know, I was like, let me, I want to be part of that. And yeah. I will say, Keon, whenever um, I saw you walking around campus, I could pick you out very easily because of a gold <laughs> Lakers jersey. That's all I got to say. <laughs> I, I wore my gear. Yeah, I, I flexed my – I had a few eyes, but I had some people like, hey, like you're a Laker fan because, you know, we were Laker fans are out there and that was, you know, we, we were out there. But, yeah, I, I, I got the glares. I got like the, the stare downs. I'm like, you know, I don't care, especially the, the Astros, the Dodgers people. I got some heat arguments, but I was like at the end of the day, hey, you know. I rep my city, I rep my squad. Yep, yep, that is true. Um, and also, too, wanted to give you a little shout-out to Keon. Um, on my desk uh, at my office, I do have the ball you still gave me uh, from that Vanderbilt game against uh, oh, hey. A&M when you <laughs> caught the home run out there at camera. Um, yep. I still got that ball on my Damn. desk. <laughs> I forgot about that. But hey, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so I always think about you when I see you on my desk, man. So that's definitely something cool, you know, just a little memorability like that. But um, so you talked about how you're being creative, doing things like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like, where would you say that got started? Like, even if it goes back to your childhood, not like necessarily 12-man productions, but like 
as a kid, like, where would you say that you got that creativeness to come out and do that type of thing? Yeah, damn, that's a deep question. Um, I, I, yeah, again, in, I guess in high school, like, again, when I first started out, like, I, you know, was trying to um, just fit in high school and you know high school wasn't a good you know good part of my life uh you know most people had good high school life i didn't really but mm-hmm. uh, you know i just i was like you know what i i may i may do the situation i remember just um you know having that mindset of just like hey you know do your high school and it'll get better in college and you know i'm glad i left uh to texas because i was definitely scared i think my, I would say my creativity would probably just like, hey, I'm willing to try new things. And that's where like I opened myself up. I used to be very much of an uh, introvert. Um, you know, I, I, I off from me, but I used to be super introverted. Um, <laughs> I, was like, I need to put myself out there. I need to, you know, showcase myself. And I did. And I guess that's where my creativity kicked in. It's like, all right, you know, you're out there, you're, you know, you're talking, you're, you know, extroverted. It comes in and it's a, the natural, it's a weird natural thing I can do. I can talk to anyone. Uh, you know, you know the story best. Like it was just I learned that and it was a weird, weird feeling experience, but I I taught myself all that and it just came to me and you know, I've been rolling with with that since. Okay. Well, honestly, I'm shocked, Keon, that you said you used to be an introvert because <laughs> you are one of the most extrovert persons <laughs> I have ever met. <laughs> Appreciate um, it. Yeah, I, I, I changed it. I changed it for sure. Um, yeah. Definitely, though, if you met me like, my first like week at in Corpus, I was not. I was like, okay, like I was terrified, but opened up and yeah. Awesome. I mean, like I think that's a normal thing too. You know, for college students, go when you can move to a different state, doing that, you're a whole different ballpark uh in college so i think that's normal but that's good man that uh you're able to find your creativeness uh just throughout i don't know if i just said that word right but uh <laughs> you know me and my english here so um but you know keon um with that being creative doing that part right um what is what would you say has been your favorite project to work on so far whether it's been with the clippers 12 man productions uh the la sports commission or different things like that what would you say has been your favorite project so far yeah i and again i think i'll go with the clipper just because i was you know on the beginning of it um i was a two-second cameo in it not gonna lie but um there was a <laughs> boston feature which is really interesting um he's one of our rookies on the clippers went to uh university of kentucky was drafted by the clippers you know and his story and i just saw into that like again you know me growing up as a laker fan like i know my laker players i don't know you know back then like clippers and you know i knew who brandon boston was but i never knew who he was and going into that detail and just you know knowing his life and watching the video and talking to our you know videographer and creativity guy and seeing what you know they needed from us um and giving it out to him and just seeing the final footage i was just like damn this was beautiful like it was a beautiful masterpiece of a video of a film um you know it was it's it's on our youtube channel um it's just called brandon um please watch it if you love basketball and you know that made me just see the life of an athlete you know like athletes people think they're just superhuman and they don't have any emotions and they just there to ball and you know for your entertainment but no they're they have a life they have you know the grind getting to the nba getting to this position and i kind of resonate with that like i you know didn't feel like you know, me going out of high school to A&M to even text. I was like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing. Even from A&M out of, you know, graduating. I was like, what am I doing? So that, you know, I kind of relate to like, hey, just, you know, keep your head down, keep grinding and it's going to happen. And the opportunities, opportunities will come to you. And, 
you know, is it, is it the, the grind you have, the, the faith that you believe in? And, you know, it's a combination of all of them, uh, honestly. And it's, you know, I saw that video and I was like, all right, this is, you know, love it, you know. Um, and yeah, I just, it hit me different ways and more, more than I thought it would, thought it would be. Wow. That's awesome, man. That, that's a, that's definitely a really cool project. Like the way you've described that and like the way you're able to relate to yourself too. Right. Um, and I, I always remember you Keon when we were going to school together in classes, like when people would ask you what you want to do, right. You always would say, I want to do something in LA. I want to do something in LA. Yeah. Right. And look at you now, <laughs> you put that head down, you work and I, you're working with the Los Angeles Clippers. I mean, you're living proof. You're living proof to it, man. I am. No, I remember. I got clowned by it. Like, obviously, Texas, like, I love Texas. Don't know, no disrespect to y'all, but y'all like to keep it Texas. And everyone's like, why are you going back to LA? Like, this is Texas and AM and, you know, AM great school, well known in Texas. I was like, look, my heart's in LA. I love LA. It's my home, you know, sports wise. We have everything here. We just had the Super Bowl, but I have the Olympics, World Cup, you know, like to win stuff, champions, you know, and I just, Texas, it just didn't seem, you know, I, I didn't, I couldn't put myself in there for too long and you know i you know deep down like i again appreciate my time in texas you know i'm beyond humble you know i was a rep a&m and throw my gig them and got my ring here and there <laughs> don't say howdy as much just because la they're like what you know but I, i've seen a few aggies out here people you know so we're kind of out here a little bit but yeah it's just i again i remember just like Aaron, i remember one person was like i doubt you can do it i'm like all right you you know and he kind of talked some time I get that. I get that motivation. Like, I'm going to prove you wrong. And uh, it's funny enough, uh, not recently, but he did, like, follow me on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and I was like, all right. And he's like, hey, I saw that you work with the Clippers. I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, congrats. Like, you know, and I don't know if you remembered what you told me as a comment because it was a while ago. But, hey, you know, um, it's just it was interesting. I was like, all right, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, going off that point, Keon, is there anything you want to tell to the haters right now? This you have the floor, man. Is there anything you want to tell to the haters? <laughs> um, again, I don't like to talk trash. I'm I'm more of you know I I I'll, I'll talk I talk at my work and you know and for people who you know um, talk trash to others, like you know you feel them, you feel the motivation, and you know people who who get that you know that the hate the the bulliness, just you know take it in, but use that to push you and you know it feels good when you prove them wrong and when you're like you know um you know pat bev you know um you know i don't like him as a player but he, he's as a, as a human great you know respect him he beat the clippers and you know explained that and he's just you know that i saw i was like all right like i see why you did it did it sting a little bit yeah because you were on the clippers and you know they kind of gave you a little elevation but no like what pat bev just you know his his emotion and I, I felt that I was like, you know what? Like as much as like he got the, 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 you know, the stuff he got to him and he's like, Hey, I, I made, we made the playoff seven seed from the Minnesota Timberwolves who haven't made done much in since Kevin Garnett days, you know, I yep. see that. And, you know, you have that motivation, have that drive and don't let others take you down. Like use that to step over them and, you know, keep pushing and things get better. Things get good in life. There, you're gonna have them dark days. You're gonna have those days in which you know the whole world's on you, and you just gotta hold still, and you know you gotta stand strong and f- keep fighting, and uh, you know just just keep that head up, and you know don't give up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I, uh, uh, you're speaking true, factual things, Keon, and I, I can hear the passion. 
uh, in your voice through that, man. Um, and just the way you're holding yourself doing that, it's, it's pretty amazing. Um, it takes a pretty tough person to be able to do that, you know, because a lot of people these days are is going with the wind, but you stuck to what you know and look at you now, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so going off that, I want to have a, a little fun question because you know i like to throw a little funness in there in the podcast mm-hmm. so um who would you say is the um from your interactions on the clippers right mm-hmm. who would you say is uh the coolest player and why coolest player i gotta say reggie jackson i mean he's one of the nicest players hands down like again i i always respected him you know as not you know watching him but he's just dope like he complimented me on my shirt he's like hey cool shirt." he's like dabbing me up a few times um you know he's just a very humble guy and he he's happy to be there like i, I can i can see it in his emotion and when he played i remember uh, when he skipped versus the Lakers uh, to score the game winner, and I was like, "Damn!" Like I was happy he did it. I was against my Lakers. I was like, "Oh!" But that's when the Lakers were just being bad. So I was like, "Ah, screw it." But you know, I can tell <laughs> when he like drained the three, and he just you can tell in his emotion. He's just like he he's been given the short end of the stick, and he's you know been given the stage, and you know I resonate with him. But he's super cool. Um, don't want to go too deep, but dope guy. I, I love him. He's a vibe. I was, you know, hopefully, like, I could get to know him more personally, but super dope guy. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, and on this episode, I'm going to bring another fun question in, too. Um, you sent me a, a Snapchat here a couple months ago, and you were sitting by the Woj. Uh, <laughs> how, how was that experience, man? Yeah, Woj was cool. He um he first mistaking me as someone else. He's like, oh, I'm like, oh, my bad. He's like, no, no, my bad. I'm like, hey, like, hey, Woj. I try to keep it a little subtle just because I know he's busy and I'm busy. Um, but I said, hey, Woj, like, hey, what's up? He's like, oh, just you know, NBA life. I'm like, how you enjoying Los Angeles? He travels all the time. He's like, yeah, I love it. It's one of my top cities. That's a small talk. I said, uh, you're gonna break some news today. He's like, yeah, maybe a trade, but you know, nothing crazy. I'm like, anything about the Clippers? He's, I mean, he's like, nah, not nothing about the Clippers. I said, okay, cool. Just, just I don't want to have a <laughs> mid panic heart attack. Um, then, <laughs> um, I can't go to Shams because Shams and me are kind of cool. Not gonna lie, uh, no, slight flex. Uh, but I just, I the very first time I met him because I was super nervous because I was like, oh, it's Shams, and um, we had a, had a uh, someone who I knew. She's on the reporting team. Shout out to her name, Sabrina. Um, she's like, she knows him and she's like, I'm like, Hey, you need to introduce me here. I was like super shy. And he's like, yeah, she's like, yeah. And I talked to Shams and we spoke for like a couple minutes and I knew he had to work. And, um, that was a night he broke the crypto.com Staples Center name news. And I remember he's on the phone and I looked at him like, you, you better break something. He's like, just wait. I'm like, okay. And, spoke <laughs> news and that was shocking and it was crazy. And, you know, but I, I didn't see him then. And then recently something about a few weeks ago. Um, he was there for a little bit, and he he was about to leave. And I saw him. I kind of waved at him when I was in the corner room, and I don't I didn't thought he saw me, but he like left. And then a second later, came back, came around, dapped me up. He's like, "Hey, what's up?" And like all my coworkers were like, "You you you dapped up Shams." I'm like, "Yeah." Um, so <laughs> it was just a cool experience and super nice guy. That's that's my guy. I do want to like have a whole long conversation with him, just talk about life. But those small interaction with Shams and Will were just super dope. Nice. I mean, like, that is super cool. Even, oh, man, that is, like, I'm not the biggest NBA fan, but just knowing those 
you got to meet those two people and have those interactions. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, and like going off that, you hinted at something that I wanted to talk about too. Um, does it feel weird calling it crypto.com arena? It does. It does. Like it's it's staple. I still call it staples. Like I don't call it crypto. Like I get crypto and the whole thing. I get staples needs a the name change because it's an old arena and you know the new one, um, LA see shout out to see bomber man's making a brand new arena. So state I'll still always call it staples. If you're from LA, you you still say staples. You know, if you ain't from LA, you can call it crypto, but nah, it's that's <laughs> to me, no matter what. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that was just something I wanted to ask you about because I know that you grew up with the Staples Arena. Uh, yep. So that's definitely something pretty cool on that. And, uh, you know, stick on the Laker thing. Have you been uh, watching the HBO show? I have. I have. It's a great show. Um, I, I There's some Clipper people who don't like it because it kind of like Jerry West is their guy and kind of like goes on him, but um it's a great show it's things i didn't learn obviously i know the laker history but obviously i was i was on live then but um i saw show, show it to my dad a little bit it's a little little not risque but you know it's a little you know how hbo is but he's like yeah it was he's like, it's interesting how you know he came came around the same time um the lakers came to la type became a clipper fan or like clipper fan, laker fan um with magic johnson kareem and you know the whole era of the showtime lakers that kind of changed the way NBA is ran today because they, you know, Jerry, Dr. Shout out to Dr. Jerry Buss, best one of the best owners um, I've seen, you know, obviously Steve Ballmer, but like he just changed the way how NBA became an entertainment factor along with sports. And, you know, to me, NBA, I think one day it's going to overtake the NFL. I, I'm going to get some hate probably from that, but <laughs> to me, NBA is just international blowing up and local, you know, like I just saw a report that the Laker, the Laker. Clipper Minnesota Timberwolves game was like one of the most watched play playoff games of like it wasn't even a playoff game, it was a playing game. One of the most watched games of all time. Like wow. yeah, like I wasn't there because I, I was, you know, working it crazy. Like, you know, I was Super Bowl was about to beat those numbers, but like it just NBA just catching up and I'm excited to be in, in the NBA and yeah. Yeah, man. Okay. So you're saying that NBA is gonna blow up. We got the best views and everything <laughs> from a inside view. What do you think y'all are doing that's allowing it to blow up to be as what it is? Yeah. And I, I, again, from a social media aspect, like certain teams can be fun or, you know, interactive and you can follow a team better via basketball compared to NFL. Like NFL, they're going to show love to like the quarterback, the receiver, you know, the name players, but like you, you can't get the story of a, you know, a random kicker or random punter or whoever on the, you know, NFL, but on the you know NBA scale, um, you know, there's a the Pelican guy named Jose Alvarado. Um, you know, we're about to play him tomorrow. They, they call him GTA, GTA Alvarado, because he likes to steal balls and he's just sneaky like that. And he just got called up for the Puerto Rico team uh, just because he blew up on the Pelicans. Like, you know, like you wouldn't see that compared to the NFL, obviously here and there, but like um, the NBA is just like, you know, uh, another, I guess, um, you know, you have that, you know, Caruso. AM boy, he got that love in the Lakers. Like, you, you know, you can't do that. Like, I don't see that in the NFL or baseball. You just, he, he was just, you know, Caruso go just start out in the Lakers, dunk it on people, and here he is blowing up on the Bulls. Like, you know, I, I don't see that in other, you know, the media regarding other sports. And um, I think NBA just makes it special. That's very true. Very true. Uh, I mean, when you were saying the Caruso go, I thought of Lynn Sandy, you know, Ooh, when that all happened to, you know, like, it took the world by storm. It just Jeremy Lin, 
<laughs> playing for the Knicks. Um, yeah. So that's definitely a good point. Um, and for people who are listening uh, that are in the sports industry, watch out. Uh, you might want to jump to the NBA. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but Keon, um, I think I've talked about everything pretty much that I've had my mind on uh, just throughout the day when you text me is like, hey, let's give it a go today. Right. So mm-hmm. I think I've touched on most of the points I want to do. Um, so just want to leave the floor open to you. Is there any final words uh, that you would like to express, Keon? Yeah, I mean, again, um, my my DMs are open to anyone who just loves that question. May not respond on time, but I'm on LinkedIn. Find me there. Um, you know, Instagram. I have a Twitter. I'm not as active, but I'll be active kind of. But, you know, if anyone has questions about just, you know, working sports, I'm willing to give back because I, I was in your position then. So trust me, I know how it feels, but if I can make it, you can make it. And, you know, I guess just my words of advice is just, you know, focus, focus and you know, one area, if you want to work in the NBA, go hard. And, you know, if you want to work in a specific city, go for it. Don't let others, but you know, if you want to go work in Milwaukee, go for it. Like I wouldn't just cause it's cold, but you know, um, <laughs> choose the city you want to work in and, you know, make sure you build those connections and build that, you know, network. And it's all about networking. And, uh, you know, Robert said this and, and this, like, it's who knows you, um, you know, we, we said many times for manager, but don't want to steal his words, but you know, it's who knows you and just keep that motivation, keep that drive. And at the end of the day, you know, you're going to be there. Um, will it take time? Yes. You know, not going to happen overnight, but if you, if you put the effort, put the, put the dedication, put the hard work into it, you'll get where you want to be. And yeah, I'm uh, hopefully uh, this, this uh, podcast went well, <laughs> JT, I, you know, just, it was great talking. I love the vibes um, and hopefully, uh, yeah, it, it does good and people love it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been getting good responses back, and I believe you are a great person that for people to listen to, Keon, to, you know, you talked about some stories that inspire me, just like from us talking right here in these 40 minutes right now, uh, just us going back and forth uh, on that. And that's why I wanted you to have on the, on the podcast, because your story is awesome, Keon. I mean, like, you came to Texas not knowing a single person, coming out here, making your stamp on the world, finding what you want to do, and went back to your hometown and working for an NBA team. Like, that is so awesome uh, just to think about. Um, And you're doing it at 24 years old, correct? 23. It will be 24. This is my Kobe year. September 18th, I'll be 24. So Look, man, I thought you were older. Look at that. So. 23, yeah. One, soon, soon. <laughs> so, I mean, look, Keon, you, you're doing some great things out there. And I just wanted to say I appreciate you being on here on the podcast. Um, but for those that are listening, thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. And hope the stories that Keon has shared um, on this has made an impact on you to go out and make an impact on others around you. So um, I hope you have a great rest of your day, evening, morning, or wherever you're listening to. And we'll talk again soon.